they want to believe in something greater than themselves. It's simple. They're listening to a specific ideology. And the person sells them an idea that if I did it, you can do it. That I know better. And if you follow me, you will be okay. So follow me. No matter what I say, do it. It's going to work. And of course, you you know later on that cult people, people who are cult leaders, have ways of keeping their, their, their members and enforcing their members because they were wrong in the beginning and they, they like to have people control. Right? But do you see what I'm saying? So you have to ask yourself, what is it that makes this happen? What is it that contributes to this? What is it that makes this happen? And the answer really, my friends, is really easy. The answer is really, really very easy. But the fact is you've got to have a belief in something bigger than you, something bigger than yourself, something that you yourself can't solve. You, you have been faced with a problem that you can't solve. We all have those. I know for some people they think, well, I have enough money, so money can solve all of my problems until you get to the place where your money can't even solve that problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's when you need to have faith. And you might say, well, Harry, what, what does faith do? It gives you hope. Sometimes all you need is just hope from one minute to the next and the next hour, the next minute, the next day. Sometimes it's just hope. Yes, we have five-year plans. Yes, we have plans to prosper and we have plans to do all kinds of great things, but you need hope in the midst of that life happens. I had the greatest plans ever for my life. Can I be honest with you? It did not turn out the way I hoped it would. It did not turn out the way I planned and thought it would based on putting this down, doing this and doing this. None of it happened the way that I did. Was I disappointed? Yes. Did it throw me for a loop? You bet it did. Did I have days when I wanted to give up? Sincerely? Mm-hmm. Many days. But hope kept me going. I had to tell myself, I have to find something in this moment to push me. One of the things that pushed me was my youngest daughter. She has to go to college. So I told myself I got to get her where she's going. So I'd focus on that. Then I would focus on helping someone else. Then I'd focus on doing this and focus on doing that until eventually the situation either loosened or worked. You are your own force of hope. You have to believe in something. You must have faith. I'm not going to lie to you. When people ask me, you know one of the most interesting things that happened to me? Psychiatrists and psychologists find me an interesting study. <laughs> yeah? Because when they have read my book, Through the Fire, and recognize what I went through, they're like, this person should be in a madhouse or be in an institution. And then when they ask, how did that not happen? I said, faith was what got me through it. I wrote a book called Musings of the Spirit in which it's very simple. I just used the scriptures that helped me to get through some of the toughest times in my life. Recently, my uncle died and I called my grandmother and it was when my mother died, she was comforting me. Her son died, my uncle, and I found myself comforting her. I found myself telling, reminding her that she taught me to read using Psalms 27. Go figure. She taught me to read 
using Psalms 27. I had to remind her that she taught me Psalms 21, 21 and Psalms 46. So she would not think that she it's time for her to give up. Now, my grandmother is 96 years old. So would you think it's time for her to give up? But what if it's not the end of her days yet? You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying, everybody? Faith gives you hope. Sometimes we barely can hang on for seven days. Right now, America is mad with Joel Osteen. We're all mad with him because he carried people and became a motivational speaker. He gave you hope. So you felt like if you could check in with him, no matter what you're going through, you would have some hope. Then he started polluting it by telling people, if you want me to pray for you, you have to pay $39.99. People are like, and the gospel free and you want to sell it, right? But you know what really turned people off? What turned people off is you're advocating for Christianity, but you are not the best example of being a Christian. And when people needed hope, he's been preaching hope all these years. And when people needed hope and he was their beacon of hope, he shut the church doors and would not let the people in who were flooded out. He was worse than no, at least Noah let the people in whom God told him to let in. He shut his church doors. Now his church is empty. And now no, he's not an ambassador for hope anymore. Because when it was his turn, did he give hope? Do you see what I'm saying? And so people are mad with him like, oh, I don't want to hear anything from him. I, I trusted him, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to. Because he misunderstood his role. I'm not, forgiveness is a different thing. We're not talking about forgiveness. I'm just saying the message of hope. He was riding a tidal wave that helped people to cope with the stuff that they have to live with. So many times we get so caught up in our own lives We've never thought about anyone else. We've never thought, what is it like to be someone else? What is it like to be with someone? What is it like to have all your needs met and all your desires met? And sometimes you, you, you end up focusing on someone so much that you forget to see yourself. And these things happen. Now, now you know, some people, based on what you were taught about being Christian, you actually expect that most Christians, Christianity means you live in poverty. That's what you were taught. That's what the Catholic Church propagated. Because the Catholic Church houses all the money, all the gold, all the precious diamonds, all the paintings, right? They have all the wealth in the world. They still got it in the Vatican, locked up. So the Catholic Church was the biggest propagator, the biggest hypocrite of what it means to be Christian. So many of you are basing your ideology of Christianity based on somebody else telling you that being a Christian means you, you take a vow of poverty and you're poor. That is not true. That is not true. Nowhere in the New Testament does it say that. It says you're to give, but it never said give away everything until you have nothing. Yet they want you to believe that. Well, the same Bible tells you to go leave a legacy. How are you going to leave a get legacy if you're going to build, if you're going to throw everything away? Give everything away. You give with the expectation that the more you give, the hope is that the more you give, you will always have something to give. I kid you not. 
you're shaking your heads because you never looked at it. You just sat there and listened to somebody else telling you, you got to listen to at the vessel through whom he came. And for years, I never understood why I had to go through all this stuff. You know why? Because now that I'm telling you, you have to look at my life to see if what I say lines up with the story. Because you have to see the evidence of it. You know, recently I was speaking somewhere and I said the same thing. I said, no, I get it. No, I understand why I had to go through all that stuff. It was very uncomfortable and very painful. But now I get it because I have to be the living example of it. How else could I tell you with passion and alacrity that faith is something you need to hold on to? If you are experiencing depression right now, and if you're going through anything right now, you need faith. Faith is going to give you hope. It's that plain and simple. Find yourself a preacher on the internet like myself and attach yourself to them and you will find that you will start thinking better and feeling better. By the time I'm done with you today, you're going to feel better. You're going to say, wow, what I lacked was hope. Yes, you have situations that you're going through. Yes, the light bill needs to be paid. The water bill needs to be paid. Your husband's still acting out. Your wife left you for some guy, right? Your children have gone astray, right? People are going through real stuff right? It's the truth. It's the truth. But at the same time, you need hope. Hope is powerful. Hope is a life sustaining force. When nothing else works, you need hope. When every, when the lights are off and it's you alone and whether you're laying in your bed or you're on your knees, whether you're in your car, whether you are walking up a stairs, even if you are standing on the precipice of a cliff, ready to throw it all down and throw your life down. All you need is hope. Just believe for one second. Just stop and believe. If you're going to pick up a whole bottle of pills and take it because you don't know what else to do, I'm telling you, hope is what you need. It's easy to lose hope when it comes at us. It comes sometimes not in ones, not in twos, not in threes. It comes and it boom and leaves you up. I tell folks all the time, don't worry about that person. Worry about the strongest of us. The strong ones are the ones you need to check upon because they're carrying everybody's burden. And by the time it comes to them, they don't have any hope for themselves. Hope is powerful. Guys and gals, who are you checking into? Have hope, believe in something greater than yourselves because we need it. We need it, you need it. It's not the pill, the pill is just gonna be temporary until you develop an addiction and you find yourself having to do it. It's not the drugs, it's not gonna help. It numbs you so you don't feel anything. It's not the alcohol. It's gonna damage your liver, your kidneys and shut your major organs down. It's not sex. It's sex is temporary and feeding it lasts all of 30 seconds. And then the problem still remains. What you need is something more permanent. It's called faith and belief in God that something good will happen. If it has been happening bad after bad after bad, believe in hope every day. I cannot begin to tell you how much of a fight it is. I have seen the very things that I believed destroyed by other people 
because other and I've turned around and seen those same people get destroyed because the hope in me is so powerful hope therefore hope hope when you go to the doctor and they're giving you a bad report still have hope yes have your plans but does your plans include hope have hope therefore still believe nothing is impossible with god we need faith we need faith in god we need to believe in god look at what the professor is saying that people who have a sense of religiosity and spirituality this explains why people in other lands who have faith in something bigger than themselves why they seem to live longer and we look at them and say well how can they live long they don't have running water they don't have food to eat they can't they're so poor they can't send their kids to school and we're like how do they live you know what they have hope they have a faith and a belief in something bigger than themselves it's time for us to come out of from under the darkness we've tried prescription pills for 50 years never worked we tried every kind of drug it never worked we tried and tried and tried nothing worked get back to hope it's not the church that your grandmother went to it's not the church your mother went to it's different today because it's raised up by people like me who have been on the backside of the desert and in the darkness fighting the darkness and now we can tell you about coming into the marvelous light because we have been there ourselves and now god is saying you don't have to walk into someone's big building where they're going to give you their own professor their own profession of faith that coincides with at the end of the day you better give them some money to help them keep their building going but what about your building what about your spiritual mindset what about your faith and your hope what about your building the house you live in you need to pay that mortgage too you need to pay for your car note too the preacher ain't the only one who's going to be big pimping riding out of there you need to pay your own bills and that's why it has changed because now more than anything else we need hope and i apologize for any preacher who sold you a message and told you that you need to be poor to be a christian that was a lie from the pit of hell if you are rich welcome to the fold you need faith and you need hope you got a business deal tomorrow millions and billions of dollars are on the bottom line millions of dollars are on the line and you need faith and belief for that thing to work so your family will be good for the next 10 generations you need faith and hope what if with all the billions you have you still went to the doctor and they told you there's nothing more that they can do and all the money you have can't give you a new organ it's not going to work you still need faith and hope we all do you need faith and hope the more money you have are the more enemies you have you can't even trust the people around you right they will kidnap your children you can't trust anybody you ever you, you guys know anybody who is really rich they're very distrustful they don't trust anybody because you can't trust people because people come around you for what you have they'll kill you they'll poison you they'll backbite you they'll stab you they'll make sure they screw you out of a business deal right rich people are very insecure why because they don't have the they know from experience that people are not trustworthy you need faith and you need hope faith in god that god is going to show you who the snakes are around you years ago about in about 4 or 5 years ago right i was setting up my foundation 
And all of a sudden, people were just coming out of the woodwork. And my youngest daughter said something I'll never forget. She said, you need to cut the lawn, to cut the grass, so you can see the heads of the snakes. Did you hear me? She said, you need to cut the grass so you can see the heads of the snakes. That was profound. I knew exactly what she meant, that the people who were around me, the grass was so high. I couldn't see that they're both the people around me were snakes. The minute that she said that, I started looking all of a sudden. I could see through people's motives and actions. You need faith and you need hope. What if tomorrow, you're going to work tomorrow with a heaviness in your spirit, knowing that they're going to fire you. It's two weeks, it's a week before Thanksgiving. It's like three weeks before Christmas. And you need this money. What are you going to do? You need faith and hope that it's going to turn around and that it's going to change. You destroy the works of darkness and the darkness that comes to our minds by having faith and hope. And the first time you say these words, it's going to feel like a whole ton of stuff because you don't even realize the extent of the darkness and the weight of it that is around you. But you need faith and you need hope. So I'm going to tell you to say these words. When you feel overwhelmed, say something good is going to happen to me. Say it and say it until you believe it. When you wake up in the mornings and you are brushing your teeth, repeat something good is going to happen to me. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Say it over and over. I believe something good is going to happen to me. Say it over and over. So you line up for a job and you go for the interview and you were not selected. I believe something good is going to happen to me. You send out a hundred applications and you still can't get the job. Been there, done that, wrote that book. I believe something good is going to happen to me. I was sustained in the midst of my stress, in the midst. Everybody left. People choose. People are convenient. People choose you when they need you. And when they don't need you, they drop you like hotcakes. When they think they have gotten over and they achieve what they want, they will drop you and not call you. They can't be bothered. Still believe that something good is going to happen to you. Your belief is not centered on people. Take your eyes off people and focus on the true and living God. That's where your help comes from, right? The Bible says in Psalm 21, look up onto the hills from whence cometh my help. You believe those are words written in the Bible? My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You know by now that heaven and earth was created by somebody, some force, something, some force, not some big bang theory. So look up onto the hills, look up. When people fail you, when they can't be bothered, when they don't answer your text message, when they can't be bothered with talking because they're filled with their own sense of self-importance, maybe you don't need them. What you need is a good dose of hope. What you need is faith in God that I believe something good is going to happen to me. Say it over and over and over. And by the way, make sure you download my podcast because you're going to need to be reminded of this in the days and the months ahead, in spite of everything, no matter what happens, no matter what comes, people are going to say all kinds of things. They're going to do all kinds of things. Still believe something good is going to happen to me. Let them choose what they want. They're not bigger than God. When my ex-husband walked out on me and I had to be living without being having the, the, the benefit of being documented in this country, a country I wasn't even born in, I had to tell myself there is no power 
greater than God and that the United States government was not greater than the power of God. And I was going to see the manifestation of what God promised me. And I stood on that and believed it. Even when my family told me all kinds of things, even when people walked out and they thought, well, if I leave her now, that there she is, she's just going to sit down and die. Who told you that? Did God make me or God made you? Do you think you are God? Did you become my God? You better back up and start believing in God all over again. Commit yourself to a belief system that works. It stood the test of time. It's been over 2,000 years. It works better than that loser who is trying to call you or text you and tell you something else. Better than that person who is so full of themselves, they can't even see their end from their beginning. Come on, somebody. Believe in something better and believe in something good. Hold on to faith. It is what it is. It may not be politically correct. Who cares about political expediency since when that was an issue? Not when 50 years afterwards, after giving people antidepressants and more people are killing themselves, now we know that's not the answer. It's not in the pill. It's not in the alcohol. It's not in the sex. It's not in the money. It's in you. Now you know you have to be connected to something bigger than yourself. And that's how you know. I have a cousin who is wealthy, phenomenally. She's been blessed. She had, she had, she had breast cancer because of her wealth and her position. She was able to access the best care. But when my mom got sick, my mom was her cousin. When my mom got sick, nothing in the world could console her. When I say nothing, I mean nothing not her house. She didn't care about any of that. She just couldn't believe her lifelong cousin whom she grew up with and played with as a little girl was sick. We had to call her to tell her that my uncle died. And it was such a difficult delivery for my cousin to tell her mom. It was so difficult. Her mom had a really hard time processing that. Wealth and money don't mean nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you don't have hope, all she could say was, I trust God and I believe in God. That's all she could say. Do you see what I'm saying? Money answereth all things that answer some of those questions you have. But when, what about there are some questions that money does not answer? I came to that point when my mother was sick. There was nothing money could do to save her life. And I was so glad I had hope. Amen. Amen. So believe. Believe. Join me again tomorrow on Down to Earth. <laughs> Thanks for joining me Sunday morning. Go to my podcast page on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We're a listener-supported service. So make sure you go to the ExodusFoundation.com and help us as we continue to preach the message of hope. We're going to do it until the end of time. Stay blessed, everybody. It's football Sunday. We all need a break, don't we? I'm about to watch some football myself. Stay blessed. Be blessed, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Be blessed.